Are you tired? Listless? Looking for a moment of escape from this hellish nightmare reality you inhabit? Today's lucky winner from Sanguis Pharmaceuticals can help. Independent studies that are definitely not fictional showed that listeners reduced their boredom by up to 69%. Today's lucky winner is not for everyone. Do not listen to today's lucky winner if you are under 18, easily offended by cussing, or are a snitch who can't listen to fictional drug use. Side effects may include giggling, distraction from worldly concerns, and hyper-aggressive sleep punching. Ask your doctor if today's lucky winner is right for you. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell cock. Jingle gets tanks, then jingle gets spanked. Blowing and moaning is Christmassy fun. Now the kinky shit has begun. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell cock. Tequila with lime means it's jingle bell time. For fucking and sucking and groups are in pairs. In the frosty Rita sat in the bathtub, eyeing a jar of Sunny's bath bombs on the shelf above the tub. She had everything a girl could need for a bubble bath. A takeout container of Pad Ki Mao, three bottles of wine she'd gotten at a gas station, assorted drugs lined up on the edge of the tub, and a 13-inch novelty alien dildo? Jesus Christ! Who's there? I have a 13-inch Morph dildo, and I'm only mostly afraid to use it. It's me! The narrator. You've gotten so high, you've temporarily transcended the fourth wall, and you can hear me. Likely story. This feels like some trickster demon nonsense. Stop waving that thing at me. What if I told you something only an omniscient narrator would know? Hmm, go on. You finally got your hands on the ketamine you'd been looking for, and you decided to make a special evening of it. Dawn and Sunny are at the kitchen table playing Monopoly with Kiva's grandkids, and you refuse to participate in the game night, citing that you wouldn't be party to indoctrinating youth with capitalist propaganda. You hid yourself in here with your ketamine, molly, your coke stash, and some wine, hoping you'd get high enough to not be spooked at the idea of using the... Pinomorph dildo you've been waving at me. You were eyeballing Sunny's bath bombs because you wondered what would happen if you tossed them all in at once. Also, Sunny told you not to eat in the tub after what happened last time, and you're nervous she can smell your drunken noodles from the other room with her vampire senses. God? You're real? Don't be absurd. I'm just the omniscient narrator that describes your actions and thoughts to the audience. Audience? The listeners. The people invested in your adventures with Dawn and Sunny. I have... fans? I never said that. Hey... 
How come you sound like Crawford, but not all... Yeehaw. Uh, I don't think you want to pull at that thread. So what do we do now? I don't exactly want to use the Penomorph dildo with someone else here. That's never stopped you before. Oh my god, you see everything? <sighs> Unfortunately. I'm so sorry. Not sorry enough to stop, but I'm sorry. Wow, thanks. I'll... I'll just shut up for a while and let you... carry on. No, stay. I want to talk. Oh. Uh, okay. About what? I was just working on my lewd Christmas carol parodies because I'm in the holiday spirit. What do you celebrate? Well, when it's the holiday season, I celebrate human light on December 23rd. <sighs> Nobody knows what that is. But I guess it isn't your fault that religious folks get all the holidays. So, you said I had an audience? Yeah, for some reason. Why? Well, since I'm in the holiday spirit, Maybe I should regale them with the nativity story. The real nativity story. How do I know the real nativity story? I didn't ask. I'm glad you asked. I was there. Again, I didn't ask. The year was zero, I guess. Because... Jesus wasn't born yet, and humans marked the passage of time based on when some dude was born. Anyway, I was there with a lucky winner. A donkey, who had accidentally eaten some hemlock. He spent his year as Mary and Joseph's donkey. <sighs> oh, why do I keep making friends with donkeys? Because you're kind of an ass. <laughs> I like you. Are you really getting higher right now? Yeah, but I can't lose the ability to speak to you in the middle of my story. <sighs> All right, sure. I guess that makes sense. All right. <clears throat> anyway, as I was saying, I was there with my lucky winner, Donkey. Eugene... I was in stealth mode, and Mary took Eugene to the market to pick up some bread or wine or gluten-free corn dogs or whatever. They went to the freezer section of the Whole Foods, where they met Chad. They didn't have Whole Foods. They didn't even have grocery stores. Listen, it was such a long time ago. Who's to say they didn't have grocery stores? Science. History. Fact, they didn't have grocery stores. <laughs> All right, agree to disagree. Anyway, stop interrupting me. Fine. Chad was an angel. Not that he was sweet, but in that he was a literal angel. He saw me, even though I was in stealth mode. But he was a bro and he didn't give me away. He was in a disguise of his own at the time. Chad was one of those big, wheelie, biblically accurate eyeball monster angels. 
His disguise was this 6'2 blonde guy in raw denim, a skullcap beanie, and a Morrissey t-shirt. He was all, Hey, I love your donkey. He reminds me of a donkey I met when I was backpacking through South America. Are you going to be doing all the voices for this story? Is there going to be zero historical accuracy? I was there. I know what I saw. And who else is going to do voices for me? Was my Chad not good enough? Chad was fine. He was fine. Well, sorry I'm not a fucking voice actor. Please, continue with your story. Thank you. Anyway... Mary was smitten with Chad. She asked him for coffee, and they gabbed over caramel macchiatos for hours. I had a great time with a barista while they talked. I bent him over a crate of simple syrup, and I... (coughs) (sighs) Fine, alright, I was off topic. Anyway, Chad and Mary couldn't be very public about their relationship. Because she was cheating on Joseph? No, she wasn't cheating on Joseph. She was Joseph's beard. He was gay. They married for the tax break, and so Mary could have dental insurance through old Joe's work. We're going to get a lot of emails about this episode. Episode? What are you talking about? Nothing. Continue. I'm sorry for interrupting. Anyway, they had to pretend that they were a straight couple, so Mary and Chad boned down in secret, and boy, howdy, did they bone down. Chad was a little freak ass. He knew I could see them, and he went along with it anyway. I think he actually liked it. He was terrible in bed. But Mary didn't have context for this, as she'd only ever had sex with cishet men. Things got dicey six weeks after they first boned down, when Mary's period tracker app told her she'd missed her cycle. She hopped over to the CVS to get a pregnancy test. Well, all those angelic cream pies had led to a bun in her oven. Gross. Right? Pregnancy freaks me out. Anyway, her and Joseph were panicking. They lived in the Bible Belt, so being pregnant out of wedlock was a big deal. Mary told Chad about her condition. Mary was all, So I'm gonna keep it. I'm about to be married to a gay dude, and this seems like my best chance at having the kid I always wanted. And Chad was all, I just don't know if I'm ready for a baby. And Mary was all, well, a baby is coming, whether or not you're ready. I'm not expecting you to be in the kid's life. I would love it if you were, though. I imagine they'll be such a cutie. I wonder if they'll have your eyes or mine. And that's when Chad just dropped his disguise and looked like his scary-ass gold wheels with a million eyeballs self. And Mary was all, 
Wow, that was certainly a surprise. And Chad is all, Yeah, I'm an angel. I thought you should see me for who I am if you're gonna have my baby. And Mary was like, An angel, why do you look so weird? And Chad was like, Wow, really? I look weird? And Mary said, No, I mean, I didn't mean it like. And then Chad was like, You hurt my feelings and I'm gonna leave forever. And then he spun around like a big-ass Beyblade and zipped back off into heaven. <laughs> what are you doing? That's an enormous bite. You couldn't possibly... Stop that! Oh! You're making um, a mess! Wow, hungry. Don't tell me what to do. You're so high and uncoordinated, you keep missing your mouth. Half the pad key mao is in the tub. Remember what happened last time? That's why Sunny implemented the no Thai food in the bath when you're high rule. Fine. You're such a buzzkill. Where was I? Chad the Beyblade Angel yeeted himself back to heaven. Oh, thank you. Anyway, Chad really left Mary in a bit of a pickle. She thought that surely he'd want to find a way to help her hide the she is pregnant. 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 Hide that she's pregnant, anyway. You see, in those days, if someone got pregnant before they were married, they'd get stoned. I don't know what they were smoking or taking or whatever, but like, jeez, that can't be good for the baby. Stoned meant that people would throw rocks at her until she died. What the fuck? Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's fucked up. Knowing that does put things in context a little better. I always wondered why she was so pressed not to smoke weed or whatever. I would tell Eugene. Eugene was a donkey, remember? I remember. Good, yeah. I would tell Eugene that they were overreacting, and he looked at me like I was unhinged. I thought he was just straight edge or something. Anyway, Mary didn't want to have rocks thrown at her until she died, so her and her BFF slash fiancé, sweet gay Joe, got married at the courthouse and packed up their condo. Mary and Joseph had a condo. Yeah, it was pretty sweet, too. They had a bathtub with jets. It was, a uh, <laughs> very nice. <laughs> oh. What? I know you used those jets for off-label reasons. You fucking know it. Wait, where was I? They packed up their condo, allegedly. Okay, okay, yeah. So they were looking for a new place to move. They considered Austin, but Austin is, unfortunately, in Texas. Portland was next on there. Uh, hey, babe. I'm hearing an awful lot of talking in here. Everything okay? Are you... What did I say about eating food in the tub when you're high? My sunshine. 
It's fine. Don't worry about it. I'll scoop out all the noodles before I drain the tub. Get in the tub with me. Hold on. Have you met... Hey, bud, what's your name? Excuse me? Oh, no, I'm not talking to you, babe. Oh, <laughs> sorry to interrupt. Who else is here? Just call me the narrator. Oh, fancy guy has a the before his name. What? Oh, sorry, babe. Okay, so I've done so many drugs, including the ketamine I finally found. Can you believe it? Oh, great. You've been looking for that. You steal that from a horse? Yep, it's not as bad as it was the last time I stole from a horse. Identity theft was just too easy. You stole a horse's identity? Yeah, if we're ever in Minneapolis, just call me Mr. Beauregard's Majesty. <clears throat> oh, yeah, sorry, narrator. Anyway, the ketamine seems to have been the missing link, and it combined with the other drugs in the Arbor Mist to let me hear the narrator that describes our lives. You broke the fourth wall? Yeah. In the spirit of the holidays... It's nowhere close to the holidays. I'm telling the narrator about how I was at the nativity. Uh-huh. Okay. So, I'm gonna take this takeout container of Thai food that you've got floating around in the tub. Hey! Last time you got high and ate in the tub, it cost $800 for the plumber to get the drunken noodles out of the pipes. He said he'd never seen anything like it. And I'm also going to take my jar of bath bombs. Why? Oh, that's smart. But the bath bombs! I'm taking these because when we were taking a bath together sober the other day, he said, wouldn't it be buck wild if we just threw all these into the tub at once? Okay, but wouldn't it? I don't want to handle that mess. Anyway, I'm going to go back out there and play more games with Dawn and the Murphys. We're done with Monopoly, and we're moving on to Risk. Colonizer propaganda. Uh-huh. Have a good time telling the narrator your out-of-season holiday story. I love you. <laughs> I love you, too. Okay, where were we? You were telling me that Mary and Joe moved to Portland. Yeah, so Mary and Joe had such a hard time finding a place to live. Portland is really popular with their demographic, and finding a place that allowed pets like Eugene and Joe's iguana. Joseph had an iguana? Yeah, his name was Maurice. Sweet. I know, right? Anyway, they couldn't find a place in their budget that allowed pets. It didn't have a ridiculous pet rent. Mary was about to fucking pop, so they got desperate. They found a condo complex that was begging people to move in. The management office was having trouble getting people to rent there because some guy had jumped off the roof or something recently. Fuck. Right? So anyway, they paid their first and last month's rent, their safety deposit, they got all moved into their new condo at Nakatomi Plaza. Mary and Joe lived in Nakatomi Plaza. 
Which is in Portland, I guess? Yeah, why did that sound like a question? Yippee-ki-yay. What? Did you do ketamine too? Nothing. Just tell me more of this very accurate and true story. Okay. Joe had to go on a business trip to Paris. He couldn't take Mary because she was in her third trimester, so she got left home alone. She started going into labor shortly after Joe's flight had departed. Oh no! Right? It gets worse. Eugene delivered the baby right there in 42069 Nakatomi Plaza. Eugene the donkey. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She named him Jesus after her grandpa, Jesus Garcia. Mary was Latina? Partly. Interesting. So there she is, passing her afterbirth in her Portland condo with a donkey. And these guys start trying to break into the house. Eugene and I had to act fast. Did you and Eugene set up a bunch of traps for the two guys using household objects? Yeah. I mean, there were three wise guys, but yeah, how did you know? Nope. I can't listen to this anymore. You're high as a kite, and you've somehow devolved into your nonsense story about Mary meeting her baby daddy at Whole Foods to inserting random holiday movies. You didn't even get to hear the part where I put on a red suit, grew a beard, did a bunch of coke, and became Santa. Listen, I like that you actually get to hear me right now. I, I do, but my job is to relay facts. I'm not entirely certain you've given me any factual descriptions in your story, apart from you stealing from a horse. Who told you that? You did. Okay, sure I did. The point is, the holidays aren't about some fake story about a half-angel being born in a condo. Uh-huh, we agree there. The holidays, regardless of what you believe, are about intentionally loving your fellow human. They're not about buying things or seeing shitty family just because they're a blood relation. Yes, narrator, go off. Tell the listeners. They're about spending time with the people who choose to love you all year long. The holidays are about cherishing your shared culture together and marveling that any of us exist at all. The holidays are about spending the coldest, longest nights of the year with the warmest souls you know. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. I kind of want to French you on the mouth right now. I don't have a... What's that sound? Uh-oh. What is it? Sunny only took away one of my takeout containers. Oh no, oh fuck. What the fuck was that? Ah, this is really killing my eye. Narrator, what should I do? Rita. What did you do? Narrator? Narrator? <sighs> I guess the drugs are wearing off. Why is there water all over my kitchen floor? <sighs> Happy holidays, narrator. If you were even real. <laughs>
I did down a boatload of drugs with my gas station wine. But just in case, listeners, if if you're real too, happy holidays. I love you. How is there Tom Yum soup coming from the dishwasher? Rita? Rita? buddies happy holidays um we hoped you like our our little present we made for you um this is not originally intended to be a full-length episode but sean and i got a little carried away with our jobs on this and it is pretty much a full-length episode um and sean kicked ass uh writing parody songs that like he's like the lewd weird al you know he did such a good job uh anyway uh, happy holidays, everybody. Um, we will be, we will be back, uh, January 15th with the first episode of season two. Um, it's gonna be so much fun. Um, kind of an announcement, um, for season two, we are going to have a new cast member. Um, Emma got called back to the mothership. And will not be joining us as Dawn, though we super appreciate all the incredible work she did for season one. Um, but our Twilight new Dawn will be Autumn Potts, who you heard on the show previously as Kiva and um, the old nun Rita. Um, Autumn is great, and the stuff we recorded for season two so far has been so good. Um, so I look forward to y'all getting to to hear autumn come play dawn next season um we're really excited but yeah uh we'll be back january 15th with season two episode one and uh happy holidays little buddies until next time try not to die